So, uh, upset about that, angry, get in the vehicle. He's just very uh, stirred up, and it's just like, I'm kind of, I was calm. Like, how right, I'm talking right, to you right. now. Uh -huh. You know, yeah, I'm upset, and you know, this is my vehicle, first of all. I, but I'm not saying these things right, because right. by now, I know what can, can trigger, trigger him. Yeah. So, I'm not doing all that, and I'm just like, okay, okay, you know. But he just, he's just very, he's just very upset and angry. And next thing I know, it went from that, literally picking me up, driving out the parking lot, and not even within the next 10 minutes, that's when it goes crazy. Um, he starts driving recklessly because he got so angry with me. He said so he's he was pushing the gas, whoa, whoa, whoa. driving crazy in a, in a 30, going probably about 50, zigzagging through people. We got traffic lights and everything, and he's talking about he wants to kill us. Not me, but us. us. So all I saw was just a deadly automobile crash in my head just pop up, and I was like, no. And I was also at the same time just trying to focus on when is he going to stop? Because I feel like if he stopped, I could have jumped out the vehicle, you know? Right. I could jump out because there's no escape. And amidst all that, while he's going crazy, I'm just like, well, can you just let me out, please? I, you could take the truck. Not today. I'm just, I was done. Done. I was tired of it. Like, you, you had a truck or let, let's just pull over, let's uh -huh. talk. I was given every reason to let's make this a little more calm, but he didn't want to. So. And so when we were driving, he saw that I wanted to get, well, when he was driving, he saw that I wanted to get out. And I had my belongings because I had my son's little backpack. I put my phone in my hand and all I had was my wallet in it. That was it. Maybe a snack or something. But um, I saw that we was approaching a red light. So when we were coming up to the red light, I was just thinking like, okay, I'm going to get out then. But because I think he saw that I was already trying to get out, he knew he better not have stopped because then he was, that's when he was going to lose me. So what he did was somehow he made it to where, you know, when you're going toward an underpass and mm -hmm. you can make the, uh, you can make the, the turn, turn, but you can also make, make the, the U-turn. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. So what he did was he went through the U-turn and at the time they were having construction in that area. So I kind of remember like how exactly how it was. And all I remember was just looking at the speed arm and I was just like, this is not going to stop and I'm not dying today. I specifically said an apology to my children and I said all three of their names and I said, I, Mama, sorry, but Mama trying to fix this right now. I grabbed my stuff. I opened the door. I looked at the speedometer and it finally was between, I want to say 15 and 20 because before that it was just way past way, that. Right, so when right. I saw it was at that, I said, that's all you got be. Uh -huh. So I opened the door and I hopped out and it was just, next thing I know when I opened my eyes again and woke up, I was laying something like on a stretcher but it was feeling worse than i ever felt before worse than all three labels wow. that i went through so you just jumped i jumped and i blacked out on the concrete Dang. by construction don't know who called the cops for me the ambulance or nothing i don't know so you wake up you're on a stretcher you're in excruciating pain get to the hospital mm -hmm. what's next they're asking me as soon as I, I guess I had blacked out and uh -huh. I was coming in and out. So when I came back in, they're asking me all kinds of questions and I'm looking at these people because, I mean, of course, at, by this time, I have severe brain damage right. going on. I, I, I impacted the ground with my head. So so you, you fell head first? Not head first. When I opened the door, I did step out with my foot, but again, the vehicle was moving. moving. So, so I didn't force. get, yeah, and I just went straight down. How I felt, how I was laying, I couldn't tell you. And so you hit, you out. I don't remember literally no pain on that ground. I don't remember opening my eyes and seeing nobody standing over me on the ground. I don't remember nothing. Door stretching. That was it. 
Anything in between, you know. Nothing. Dang. Nothing. So they're asking me, you know, what's your name? Who are you? And this, that, and other. At the time, I didn't understand what the people was asking me. And I didn't know if that was, you know, the procedure, uh -huh. what was going on. But found out that they were asking me my name because even though I knew when I hopped out, I had my wallet in that backpack and I held on to that wallet. When they found me, I did not have no identity. So, so your, your stuff that you had with you, when you jumped out, was gone. So they took, took your stuff. Took my, took my phone and my wallet. To make sure that there was no identification, nothing. So you didn't have nothing. So they asked you all these questions because there's nothing on you. There was no way to identify me. I was told that they received an anonymous call. And they were told that someone by the name of Brittany Lewis was there. And they described how I looked. And that's how the hospital was able to find out who I was. As to how they figured out who was my emergency contact, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But they, they, I remember the, the crazy thing about it is when I would uh, come back and I wake up and I'm on the stretcher, they were asking me, like, uh -huh. who my mom was. Or what's my mom number? And I was like, don't call my, my mom. mom. She's going to be mama? mad at me. You better not call my mom. Yeah, I was just like, she going to be mad at me. I who was, is your mom? I Betty was, White. Her name Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White. 409. <laughs>